Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the M Sisters podcast. You're here today with your hosts, Anna and Maria Serene, bringing your favorite twin talk of the week. And today we wanted to talk about something we haven't spoken in a while, I feel. And we wanted to bring up the topic of romantic comedies because we've been watching a few movies recently. And actually, it's been a while I don't watch romantic comedies. So I've forgotten how cringy how big you know how they can be and we wanted to discuss this a bit and also is the holiday seasons coming up and we know there's a lot of rom-coms related to Christmas and all those things so we just wanted to dive into this topic and yeah share with you our opinion on this genre I don't know about you but I think some people including myself We have a um, love-hate relationship with rom-coms. You know, there are some movies that we really like because we grew up watching them or because it's holiday seasons and we just want to feel like there's magic in the air and there's love everywhere. So we watch them, but actually sometimes we get really pissed off by them and we feel we kind of have this hate towards the movies or hate is a very strong word, but we feel like um, it doesn't convey anything that is relatable and anything that we see as truthful right yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to talk about what makes a movie like a rom-com and you know the things involved in that because I think it's a fascinating topic especially how it hasn't changed a lot during a lot a long long time that it, it exists the image that came to mind about rom-coms is like you're building your bre gingerbread house for example And you have a certain time to build that gingerbread house. You have two hours, one hour and a half to two hours. And you go and you put the walls and stuff and it's looking good. But then you get to the roof and it's very messy. So instead of like trying to fix the roof, you just like put powdered sugar all over the place, sugar coat everything. In the end, it feels like that rom-coms to me. Exactly. Especially because if you think about a rom-com, it usually has the same art you know like act one two three is basically the same in every movie mm -hmm. first one will be they meet right yeah but the couple i mean the two people that will become a couple of course by the end of the movie and you know they the will be a couple you know <laughs> that in the beginning they don't get along or it's kind of impossible and there's kind of a problem and then in act two they Start liking each other, but something comes up and they split their ways. And then by the end, under the rain, and they're rushing to the airport, you know, something like that, they stay together finally and give each other a romantic and passionate kiss. And the end, yeah, isn't it lovely? And you can imagine the rest, but I think you can imagine. Let's start from the beginning. In the beginning, there is something we see very often that is meet-cute. Can you explain to us what that is? Well, probably you've heard about the meet-cute, but if you haven't, it's when you introduce two characters that they're going to become a couple in the movie. And they have to meet in a very serendipitous way, in a way that seems like fate, you know, and it's very cute, like the name says, because... Logic is not cute, right? So it has to be in a way that seems like destiny brought them together. A very unusual way where they simply look into each other's eyes and they, they have this connection, like they're soulmates or something. And you remember that moment that they met each other for the first time because it's 
Absolutely cute. That's why it's called meet cute. So after the meet cute, the characters they go their separate ways because usually they don't get along really well because something comes up. But they discover that actually they love each other and they need to be together. And by the end of the movie, what happens? They get together again. Of course. They have, but actually, before they get together, is like this internal realization that they go through. So the progress of the storyline is more like this external development, but also internal. So usually they have a realization about love, about what they're expecting towards relationships and all those things. And they see that the imperfect side of their partner was actually not imperfect, or they find an imperfection in themselves and understand why they push the other person away and all those things. And there's this redemption moment when they meet again. And I think we're very used to this beautiful ending, although it can be very unrealistic. But I was telling my sister that there is big difference between romantic comedies and like the traditional fairy tale things that we know. Because like, honestly, when you start watching a Disney movie about, I don't know, Cinderella, you know, they're going to end together, the princess and the, the prince, you know, and you know that and you know, it's not real. So it's fine because it's just a story. It's just a fairy tale. But in a romantic comedy, they try to convince you that that's real life. And that's why I have a problem with it, because real life is not like that. So why are you trying to pretend it is? I feel like they try to make it similar to the princess movies, because that's what people think is the the most romantic thing that could happen. That's why they only show until they're together. They don't show the couple while they're developing the relationship itself. Right. It's only their inner realization until they become together that it's shown. And not even that part is so relatable, to be honest. And um, what you said is totally true. And I think it could almost feel like a romantic sci-fi, you know, those movies, you you know, it's not reality. Mm -hmm. We should face romantic comedies as like a kind of a sci-fi because it doesn't happen that way. Yeah, but we need to resignify what sci-fi means because people would expect. I mean, not science fiction, but, you know, like a fiction. See, that that thing is not something real. It's not, you know, something that you should base your your day-to-day reality expecting something like that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and say- I think it's... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to start talking about the female character, which yeah. usually is the the main character. Usually it's like a girl or a woman. And she's in a certain way independent and she has her own thoughts and she's um, engaged in her own life. Usually she has a good job or something like that. Um, but the movie makes it... You know, the relationship or her search for love, the most important thing in her own, in her entire life, which is something that I think is a little bit problematic. It's very problematic. I think you can trace back the storyline like years and years ago. If you go to Jane Austen, right? It's always been about marriage. So from the beginning, you know, she's going to find a way to make the 
main characters find someone. And I think in do nowadays, we write stories that has this in mind, you know, like the happy ending is a marriage. The happy ending is not something else. But I think some movies nowadays, they don't really talk about, you know, marriage itself, but it is implicit that they are a monogamous couple and that they are committed to each other. And maybe in the future, they're going to get married, right? Yeah. So it's pretty similar to storyline still. And another thing that is pretty awkward and strange in rom-coms is um, some stuff that the characters can do to be with the other person. You know, sometimes they become obsessed by the other person or almost become, you know, almost start stalking them or they really do stalk them. And even though they don't know the other person, they really believe that that person is the one for them, which would be something really weird to do in real life. But I think some people do it. <laughs> And that's the weird part. But the thing is, some people do it in real life, but we know that's not healthy. We know yeah. that's like, it's going to be codependency. It's not cute. It's not cute. Yeah, but like in the movies, they make it look like it's normal. They are just super in love. And that's why she's going after him like that. But that's the difference. <laughs> What about, do you see any other problem in the rom-com genre? You know, anything that you see in those movies that makes you feel kind of uncomfortable? It's so unrealistic in general. Like... The characters, they do things that people would never do in real life. And that's what bothers me. I think we need to have some common sense based on the personality that you're building for that character, you know. And they're kind of predictable. But the thing is, because I like a certain type of storyline, like, like I really enjoy marriage story, for example, because it's not a traditional romantic comedy. It starts with a breakup. And... It doesn't mean that I'm a pessimist, not at all. I'm very like optimist in general, but I understand that life works in a certain way and it's okay. So being truthful, it's what matters the most. So even when I'm watching a romantic comedy, I do expect something more realistic, naturalistic, something like this to happen at the end and make it worth my time to see that story. But usually... <laughs> Knowing that, I think we had a very interesting experience this week watching a specific movie. I mean, just before we jump into that, just mm -hmm. one, another comment about something that bothers me is that, okay, if you're writing a movie or you're making a movie about, you know, a couple that has to become, I mean, two people that, ha that have to become a couple, okay, we have to follow a certain storyline, but The thing that bothers me is that usually after, you know, the goal is the woman to find the guy and then all her problems are solved by that. Like all her concerns in the world are, you know, finding the guy. So it's something that also bothers me. But I think there is a big difference between romantic comedies and dramas. Sometimes dramas, they involve this whole saga for the couple to be together. And I like that. It's interesting. It's involving. You get emotional. You follow them and you suffer for them. It's a whole roller coaster of emotions. But in romantic comedies, it's quite plain. You know, you don't get so involved. What's the name of that movie that 
people find letters from this old couple. I know, I know, I know. Ah, I forgot. It's a new one. Yeah, so it's like, this couple, they, they meet while she was married. This guy meets her while she was married, but it was very unhappy marriage. And then they develop this relationship between them. They're lovers, but they are separated by life so many times and it's so painful. And then people in the, like when they're old already, they find letters that they wrote to each other and try to find them. So I'm not going to spoil the whole movie, but it's like, it's a very beautiful written story and like it has context and it has depth. I think that's what I miss in romantic comedies. They have the same amount of time, but they don't bring any of this to the table. <laughs> I agree, but I I think those are different things as well. The purpose like, is different, yeah. And I think some uh, romantic comedies, they can be touching really to some people um, because the feelings that they portray are really relatable to a certain um, group of people, you know, when they feel a heartbreak or when they feel longing for someone or they feel like there is no way I'm going to find love in my life. I feel many people feel that's relatable, especially during holidays, you know, if they're without family around, without anyone around, if they feel pressure to be with someone, you know. So I guess um, if you're not, if you're not, um, emotionally fragile you would feel like oh that's nothing but if you're a little bit like sad and something happened to you you're gonna cry just because you watch i don't know legally blonde you know mm. i just want to add i found the name of the movie is the last letter from your lover the name if you want to watch i personally liked it but don't take my taste as yours <laughs> But I wanted to mention on romantic comedy stuff that only one movie comes to mind where like the main character is a man. It's about time. Mm. Because in about time, Tim says like, he's always been in love from the beginning. And he goes in this whole thing, like trying to find love in his life and he meets Mary and he goes crazy about Mary and tries to find her in every single place possible. So it's, it's like That's kind of inverted. Like about time is not really just, I don't feel it's... It's not just a romantic comedy. Follow, yeah, mm-hmm. because they're together in the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really nice. Um, but I saw another comment about rom-coms that they started to change the, the focus of the rom-coms towards guys and not only girls because they they wanted to you know reach a larger audience so they they made some movies about like guys who wanted to try to find a girl or guys who are dads you know and the kind of humor is very different from you know like a high school rom-com that's based on the on a girl's experience Mm -hmm. so i think they're trying to diversify Mm Yeah, but I think those movies that are not, they can be categorized so easily into one genre, they work better. Mm -hmm. Because it just shows that they are more complex, I feel. I think something we could discuss a little now is like, we know the stereotypical Mm rom-com, especially those who were very popular in the 90s. 
because this, I guess, was the peak of the rom-coms. But we feel like nowadays, there is a lot of things that need to be introduced to this type of movie to make it interesting and relatable nowadays, right? So what are some things that you think are missing and you think should be included? Well, like I mentioned, it should be include things that make sense to the character, you know, like instead of twisting the whole end so they can be together in an unrealistic setting, like try to follow a more natural flow or bring depth to other characters because like rom-coms tend to focus only on the main characters and like the side characters they don't get any storyline basically so that feels a bit hollow to me like you have people in your life that are going to influence you they're not just as you know sidekicks to you so I think that would be nice what about you I think including different types of people in them. Yeah. You know, like you see, most of the rom coms are based on white, cisgender, heterosexual couples. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to see more. There are some, but it would be nice to see more movies putting LGBT um, community and, you know, Asian people, Black people, half people, all. All people, you know, not only white people. It would be nice to see that. Um, and, you know, different narratives, not only movies based on, um, you know, rich couple or a medium-class couple trying to find love, but other, other types of people also trying to find love. It could be older people as well, or it could be, People from different races trying to get together, which is something that is something that could be complicated and could include a little bit of spice in the middle, you know, dealing with cultural differences and all. Um, yeah, I guess this would be more interesting, add more, you know, layers to the to the movie. I agree. So there's a lot of improvement there, I think. But I think it's a genre that won't die. So yeah, no, we won't. One thing especially during during holidays. (laughs) Yeah, we were talking as well. Like the characters that appear in rom coms, they are very specific, like their personality and stuff. And I mentioned like the many pixie dream girl. It's something that used to appear a lot, like the nineties and two thousands. I think nowadays it's not as often. But used to be like a real thing. So for those of you who don't know, usually it's just like this female character that is very quirky. She's like out there. She has a very unique personality, usually a very like a different hair color. <laughs> and she has like a good tasting music and she goes for the sad, depressed, lost kind of voice. So the whole story usually is from the man's perspective, meeting this girl that is so out of his world and finding meaning in his life through her. But it's weird because it's like she is kind of a tool in the story to make him find sense again instead of being just a person herself. 
So she's used to make the main character, the, the lead man character, to find meaning in his life. And sometimes she leaves, like 500 Days of Summer. Summer leaves and everybody hates her, but I love her. So um, in Scott Pilgrim, Ramona is a classic example too. And yeah, I mean, there are many, many pixie dream girls, but I think they fit very well rom-coms. That's the thing. I guess they're fun and they are quirky and it's mm -hmm. someone that you remember for sure, but it doesn't portray anyone that you would like to meet in real life, I think, because they're usually very stable, childlike. Yeah. And unstable and not like a real grown-up. So, and this maybe is also part of the fantasy, you know, finding a woman who is like a child, which is something very, very problematic as well. But, <laughs> yeah. It has this But whole I, idea of like, I can change you. You know. Like the girl can change the guy. Yeah. I don't think we can change people. But I think one thing that is, since we just to, you know, like end on a good note, one thing that I'm seeing in some of those rom-coms that is good, a good thing is that some of them are focusing on the the female character finding um, a, a form of self-development and a form of self-love. Mm -hmm. In the middle of the movie, you know, she discovers more about herself, where she becomes confident. And because she starts loving herself, she can find love in her life. Or, you know, I think this aspect is something that is nice. I agree. We cannot, like, say that every rom-com is bad. I mean, I've watched so many rom-coms in my life. But, like, if you guys know a good rom-com, let us know. Because I'm really curious to watch one that I can end and say that was a good movie i want to watch it again or like i didn't waste my time <laughs> that kind of thing that would be great maybe the one that i love it's um pride and prejudice if it can be considered a rom-com not exactly it's but a you know period story i don't know if it's yeah. a rom-com uh, but i mean we can see the the, the storyline yeah. kind of similar but yeah if you know a story that Maybe we would like. Please, please let us know. We are very curious about it. And there's so many things like in this whole theme of movies that we can talk about. So if you're interested, also let us know. Because I have this whole theory about the amount of speech a woman and a man gets in a movie and how it influences things. So if you're interested in that, we'll definitely do a podcast on that. But I think you can end just talking about the holiday ones. Okay. So do you want to talk about any specific movie that you, you've watched recently? Well, <laughs> I was on Netflix and I saw that a new movie came up and I was like, okay, let's give it a try. And what's the name? I guess Love Heart. Yep. So I first thought it, it would be nice, I think, because there is this Asian guy in the story and it looks different. I was like, okay, let's try. I was disappointed. <laughs> My sister watched it as well. Yeah, I mean, I was also expecting something different, especially because I thought, well, it's the first movie of like Christmas theme that came up this year, for me at least, the one that I saw. I was like excited to see. 
but then I don't I don't think it was a really good movie to be honest <laughs> but maybe you can give it a try and see if you like but maybe after listening to everything that we said you're gonna see many of those things popping up during the movie and maybe by the end you're gonna see like oh my goodness this would, this would never happen in real life yeah that's the thing that frustrated me about that movie like the end is so unrealistic that makes me feel bad because those two characters they wouldn't end up together in real life for many reasons not just because of appearance guys and like the way the family reacts it would never happen in real life so yeah just a lot of things that don't satisfy me but the thing but is, it's a if Christmas about... movie. It's a Christmas miracle, my sister. No, it's not a miracle. <laughs> yeah, I think we cannot talk that much about the movie. Otherwise, you guys will spoil the movie with the details. Already, already spoiled the movie. <laughs> no, we didn't. We didn't say much. Maybe we can. We could talk about something that everyone has watched already. But we don't have that much time. So just let us know what you guys thought about it. Let us know your favorite holiday movie, your favorite rom-com. I promise I'll give it a try if you write to us. You can find and more. If you want to listen, if you want to listen, um, you know, a podcast about a Christmas movie that you think is worth it or any topic related to the holidays, please let us know. We would be very excited to talk about it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to find our episodes or more blog posts, you can find us on amsisters.com. And if you enjoy, please give us a review on the podcast. It really helps. And thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. And I hope you have a great week ahead. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>